Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Thursday, the 3rd of February, or the 2nd of Adar 1. The parsha this week is called Truma, which means heave offering, and the portion from the Torah is Exodus chapter 26, verse 31 through verse 37. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. You shall make a parochet of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen with kruvim. It shall be the work of a skillful workman. You shall hang it on four pillars of acacia overlaid with gold. Their hooks shall be of gold on four sockets of silver. You shall hang up the parochet under the clasps and shall bring the Ark of the Covenant in there with the parochet. The parochet shall separate for you the holy place from the holy of holies. You shall put the mercy seat on the Ark of the Covenant in the holy of holies. You shall set the table outside the parochet and the menorah opposite the table on the side of the tabernacle toward the south. You shall put the table on the north side. You shall make a screen for the door of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen, the work of a weaver. You shall make for the screen five pillars of acacia and overlay them with gold. Their hooks shall be of gold, and you shall cast five sockets of bronze for them. That was Exodus or Shemot 26, 31 through 37. And our portion from the prophets is today 1st Kings or Melachim chapter 20. Now Ben-Hadad the king of Syria gathered all his army together and there were 32 kings with him with horses and chariots and he went up and besieged Samaria and fought against it and he sent messengers to Ahab king of Israel into the city and said to him Ben-Hadad says, Your silver and your gold is mine, your wives also and your children, even the best, are mine. And the king of Israel answered and said, It is according to your word, my lord, O king, I am yours and all that I have. The messengers came again and said, Ben-Hadad says, I sent indeed to you, saying, You shall deliver me your silver and your gold, and your wives and your children. But I will send my servants to you tomorrow about this time, and they will search your house and the houses of your servants. Whatever is pleasant in your eyes, they will put it in their hand and take it away. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Please notice how this man seeks mischief, for he sent to me for my wives, my sons, and my silver and gold, 
and I did not deny him. All the elders and all the people said to him, Do not listen and do not consent. Therefore he said to the messengers of Ben-Hadad, Tell my lord the king, all that you have sent for to your servant, at the first I will do, but this thing I cannot do. The messengers departed and brought him back the message. Ben-Hadad sent to him and said, The gods do, do so to me and more also, if the dust of Samaria will be enough for handfuls for all the people who follow me. And the king of Israel answered and said, Tell him, do not let him who puts on his armor boast like he who takes it off. And it came to pass when Ben-Hadad heard this message as he was drinking, he and his kings, in the booths, then he said to his servants, Prepare to attack. And they prepared to attack the city. Behold, a prophet came near to Ahab, king of Israel, and said, The Lord says, Have you seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver it into your hand today. Then you will know that I am the Lord. And Ahab said, By whom? So he said, This is what the Lord says, By the young men of the princes of the provinces. Then he said, Who shall begin the battle? And he answered, You. Then he mustered. Excuse me. Then he mustered the young men of the princes of the provinces, and they were two hundred and thirty-two. After them he mustered all the people, all the sons of Israel, being seven thousand. And they went out at noon. But Ben-Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the booths, he and the kings, the thirty-two kings who helped him. The young men of the princes of the provinces went out first, and Ben-Hadad sent out, and they told him, saying, Men are coming out from Samaria. He said, If they have come out for peace, take them alive, or if they have come out for war, take them alive. So these young men of the princes of the provinces went out of the city with the army which followed them. They each killed his men. The Syrians fled, and Israel pursued them, and Ben-Hadad the king of Syria escaped on a horse with horsemen. The king of Israel went out and struck the horses and chariots and killed the Syrians with a great slaughter. The prophet came near to the king of Israel and said to him, Go, strengthen yourself and mark and see what you do, for at the return of the year the king of Syria will come up against you. The servants of the king of Syria said to him, Their god is a god of the hills, therefore they were stronger than we. But let's fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they. Do this thing. Take the kings away, every man out of his place, and put captains in their place. And muster an army, like the army that you have lost, horse for horse and chariot for chariot. Then we will fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they are. And he listened to their voice and did so. And it came to pass at the return of the year that Ben-Hadad mustered the Syrians and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. The sons of Israel were mustered and given provisions, 
and went out against them. The sons of Israel camped before them like two little flocks of young goats, but the Syrians filled the country. A man of God came near and spoke to the king of Israel and said, This is what the Lord says, because the Syrians have said, The Lord is God of the hills, but he is not God of the valleys. Therefore I will deliver all this great multitude into your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. They camped opposite each other for seven days. So it was that on the seventh day the battle was joined, and the sons of Israel killed one hundred thousand footmen of the Syrians in one day. But the rest fled to Aphek, into the city, and the wall fell on twenty-seven thousand men who were left. Who were left. Ben-Hadad fled and came into the city into an inner room. His servant said to him, See now, we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Please let us put sackcloth on our bodies and ropes on our heads and go out to the king of Israel. Maybe he will save your life. So they put sackcloth on their bodies and ropes on their heads and came to the king of Israel and said, Your servant Ben-Hadad says, Please let me live. And he said, Is he still alive? He is my brother. Now the men observed diligently for a sign, and they quickly took it up from him and said, Your brother Ben-Hadad. Then he said, Go bring him. Then Ben-Hadad came out to him, and he caused him to come up into the chariot. Ben-Hadad said to him, The cities which my father took from your father I will restore. You shall make streets for yourself in Damascus, as my father made in Samaria. And Ahab said, I will let you go with this covenant. So he made a covenant with him and let him go. And a certain man of the sons of the prophets said to his fellow by the word of the Lord, Please strike me. But the man refused to strike him. Then he said to him, Because you have not obeyed the voice of the Lord, Behold, as soon as you have departed from me, a lion will kill you. As soon as he had departed from him, a lion found him and killed him. Then he found another man and said, Please strike me. And the man struck him and wounded him. So the prophet departed and waited for the king by the way, and disguised himself with his headband over his eyes. And as the king passed by, he cried to the king and said, your servant went out into the middle of the battle, and behold, a man came over and brought a man to me and said, Guard this man, if by any means he is missing, then your life shall be for his life, or else you shall pay a talent of silver. And as your servant was busy here and there, he was gone. So the king of Israel said to him, So shall your judgment be, you yourself have decided it. He hurried and took the headband away from his eyes, and the king of Israel recognized that he was one of the prophets. He said to him, This is what the Lord says, Because you have let go out of your hand the man whom I had devoted to destruction, therefore your life will take the place of his life, and your people take the place of his people. And the king of Israel went to his house, sullen and angry, and came to Samaria. That was First Kings, chapter 20. And now the portion of the writings is today's Psalm or Tehilim 111. 
Hallelujah. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. In the counsel of the upright and in the congregation, the works of the Lord are great. Pondered by all those who delight in them, his work is honor and majesty. His righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He has given food to those who fear him. He always remembers his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are truth and justice. All his precepts are sure. They are established forever and ever. They are done in truth and uprightness. He has sent redemption to his people. He has ordained his covenant forever. His name is holy and awesome. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who do his work have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. That was Psalm 111. And now our final portion for today from the Apostolic Writings is John or Yohanan chapter 6 verse 37 through verse 71. All those whom the Father gives me will come to me, and he who comes to me I will in no way throw out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of my Father who sent me, that of all he has given to me I should lose nothing, but should raise him up at the last day. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Therefore the Judeans were murmuring about him, and because he said, I am the bread which come down out of heaven. And they said, Is this not Yeshua, the son of Yosef, whose father and mother we know? How then does he say, I have come down out of heaven? Yeshua therefore answered and said to them, Do not murmur among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up in the last day. It is written in the prophets, They will all be taught by the Lord. Therefore everyone who hears from the Father and has learned comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except he who is from God, he has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I tell you, he who believes in me has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread which comes down out of heaven, that any, anyone may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. Yes, the bread which I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Therefore the Judeans were contending with him, with one another, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Yeshua said to them, Amen, Amen, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in yourselves. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, 
and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh truly is food, and my blood truly is drink. He who eats of my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me, he will also live because of me. This is the bread which came down out of heaven, not as our fathers ate the manna and died. He who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things in the synagogue as he taught in Kvarnachum. Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Yeshua, knowing in himself that his disciples murmured at this, said to them, Does this cause you to stumble? Then what if you would see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Ruach who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Yeshua knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. And he said, For this cause I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it is given to him by my Father. At this many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Yeshua said therefore to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? But Shimon Kepha answered him, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe and know that you are Mashiach, the Son of the living God. He answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve? And one of you is a devil. Now he spoke of Yehuda Iscariot, the son of Shimon, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the twelve. That was Yohanan, or John, chapter 6, verses 37 through 71. If, however, you read through the Apostolic Scriptures twice this cycle, you will also read 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 through 13 today. So this is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you a blessed day, and I hope also yesterday, for those of you who listened yesterday, that you enjoyed my granddaughter, Johanna's daughter, Shia, who is 10 years old and read the daily bread for us. She is a big help, as Johanna has been very sick, and I have to take care of her baby. So, it's um, a delight to read for you all the word of the Lord. And to feel like that we can be family, even if we don't know every and each one of you personally. We do appreciate all of you that listen. So, for now, shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.